Happy Wednesday, everybody. It's Sherm, the crazy agent. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Wanted to do a quick segment here. If you're familiar with Sherm Speaking Series, today is motivation, and this whole week is a theme of emotional intelligence. And so I'm coming off the angle of why wouldn't somebody be motivated? And one of the things that comes to mind when people aren't emotionally intelligent is that they compare themselves to other people and from a standpoint that what they lack and what they're losing and what they're void compared to somebody else. And so when you have when you lack emotional intelligence What's happening is you're, you're, you're lacking the understanding of engaging with other people. And so one of the first ones that people start thinking of when they um, is literally the thief of, of right now is that if you're constantly thinking about what other people have, the, the nicer house, the bigger car, the bigger promotion, the bigger title, then what's happening is that you're not appreciating any of the good things that's going on in your life, whether that could be um, you know, your current status. And so, it's, and there's nothing wrong with wanting more. It's having the recognition and gratitude for what you have now. So many times people get so caught up in the pursuit of their dreams and aspirations that they don't recognize that what's really holding them back is not accepting their current lot in life. The moment that we start allowing ourselves to believe that this is where we are and this is who we are, then we start moving ourselves in a way that's extremely meaningful and impactful versus and, and deliberate versus always thinking about what we're lacking and then not moving in a way that's meaningful or deliberate because we're constantly thinking about the voids in our life instead of saying, okay, this is what's going really well for me. So it reminds me of the person that decides to go to the gym and they look around the gym and they're like, wow, look at all these finished products, right? You know, these, these girls are in such great shape. These guys are so buff. And this person's not feeling like they're in the right spot because they aren't in the shape that they want to be in. And so instead of saying, oh, look at them compared to me, they should be saying, look at me compared to where I was a week ago, where I wasn't at the gym. I was just still um, enjoying myself not being at the gym. And so now I'm finally, you know, getting used to the the idea that my health is a lifetime pursuit, not just a short-term idea to get in a specific size or specific clothing or, you know, a specific season. It's understanding that my health is something that I'm going to be pursuing my entire life. So as we focus on increasing our emotional intelligence, we can understand that abundance is good for everybody. That when you win, I also win. That just because you're pursuing certain things and you have certain things in your life doesn't take away from my ability to pursue different things or the exact same things. And so we're not comparing someone else's chapter 12 to my chapter 1. So if I haven't worked out for the last 10 years and I go to the gym where there's seriously people that have been working out probably for 10, 20, 40 years there... And I can't look at them and go, oh, well, they're in such great shape. You know, it's, it's no use. I'm never going to amount to anything. Because what I'm doing is I'm comparing what they've been doing day in and day out, day in and day out for months and then years. And so there, there's no value in that comparison. So emotional intelligence allows us to really understand our place 
in life in comparison to others. And I would say that when you compare yourself to others, it should only be from a standpoint that, hey, if they can do it, so can I. If, if they're, they're, they've accomplished good things, I can accomplish good things. If they attain to some nice uh, level of happiness, I can be happy. You know, we all have the pursuit of happiness and understanding our place amongst other human beings allows us to be confident and accepting on where we are. And it's that acceptance on where we are which will really transform the way we're going to view things going forward. Sherm's out. So emotional intelligence, when it comes to EQ or emotional quotient, a lot of times people think that that's just people skills. And in reality, it's really understanding emotions. Um, and it doesn't mean that you have to have experienced every single thing yourself personally. What it does make you, though, is very cognizant of what other people might be going through, what they might be struggling with, and not getting so caught up in your own paradigm or the own way that you're, you're viewing your life. And the other thing that it reminds me of when it comes to emotional intelligence, when it comes to motivation, because today, again, today is a sure speaking series, the, um, the topic of the day on Wednesdays is motivation, is what is understanding that you can control your emotions. That yes, there's, there's, val there's value to your feelings, that no one can tell you how to feel. At the same time, you wanna recognize that the feelings that you're having are actually really true and founded on reality. So for example, let's say it's, uh, it's raining out to, um, you know, one night and my teenage son decides to take the car out um, and you know he's a, he's a new driver and he says he's going to be home at 11 o'clock and now it's 12, it's midnight and he's not home yet. I call his cell phone, I can't get in touch with him. And again, it's just pouring just cats and dogs rain out there. Now, all of a sudden, I start. I might start getting fearful. I might start worrying, um, and I'm thinking, "What worst case scenario, aren't I?" So, oftentimes, in the lack of information, we'll think worst case scenario. So, in that sense, my emotions start feeding me anxiety. It starts making me maybe even call like hospitals, and you know, maybe even start like freaking out a little bit just emotionally. And again. What's happening there is I am no longer allowing myself to be dictated by emotional intelligence. I'm allowing myself to be um, somewhat hijacked on what's going on at the moment. It's this moment of um, like extreme case scenario, worst case scenario thinking that creates all my emotions to be completely out of balance. Emotional intelligence is understanding the context of different situations, especially when it comes to people. And so in this context of, of that situation, yes, there's no problem with making phone calls to various places, various friends, but it's, it changes when I start putting emotion to these things because it's not founded on any kind of truth. And I want to make sure that as I look at my emotional re, um, reactions to things, that they're actually having value and can be um, helpful. 
because I think anxiety is good because it can get me to do certain things. I think fear is good because again, it can make me recognize what I might be lacking and that's the reason for the fear. And so oftentimes, preparation can help with a lot of those um, anxiousness, those feelings of inadequacy because preparation has made me now put in the work, the effort that I can do in order to be able to see things through. And I think when, for myself personally, I stay more motivated longer when I can keep my emotions in check with what's actually going on and not get too concerned about the things that I cannot control. So many times I think people are, are crippled by these worrying emotions, right? These worrying thoughts because they'll go down that downward spiral that all of a sudden they're not going to amount to anything. And, and then the, the other one that they, they allow themselves to think about what others might be thinking and then they make decisions based on that thought process. Couldn't the same thoughts be true in the exact opposite spectrum? So let's say, for example, you decide to open up your own business. The fearful loop says, oh, well, what, what do other people think? They'll say, oh, you'll, he, he's never run a business before. She's never opened up a bakery. I don't think she's that very, I don't think she's very good. She's gonna waste all of her money and opening a business is gonna totally fail. And so then what happens? She doesn't open that bakery. He doesn't open up his business because he, he thinks, she thinks negatively on those responses. Could the exact opposite be true? And they think you're gonna kill. Let's go to our first call in here to the Crazyation podcast from Oscar De La Villa Jr. Sherm, thanks a lot for calling yesterday and telling me uh, that there was some sort of bug in, in the segment and you didn't hear anything. But this is regarding emotional, uh, the EQ, the emotional quotient, and the emotional intelligence that people. I think honestly it's a catchphrase that it is absolutely necessary in these days but I think in the end the foundation of emotional intelligence is empathy and if you're going to be a leader you need to empathize with with your employees and your team and your crew and you know you can't solely be uh, target focused and, and solution based and and looking for just for uh, you know I'm not I'm not sure how to say it but um, listen it really is about connecting with your staff and, and understanding how they feel at the core 